All right, count to three and then start. One, two. In your head. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to count to three. Okay. Welcome to Therapy Isn't Enough. This is your girl, Nicole. And your girl, Tatiana. We're just going to jump right into it. Healing journeys. And we both are to a point where therapy just wasn't enough to help us get to the next level. So it's kind of why we're sitting here today. Pretty much. Yeah. It's part of our healing journey. And hopefully, you know, with us talking about um, how we view things in our past and our situations and um, things that we believe in, hopefully we're a vessel for somebody else in their healing journey. Or you never know who, like, what people are going through, you know? Right, right, right. So that's that's pretty much what got us. So here. I mean, you want to tell them tell them how we came about, like someone saying, "Let's do a podcast." Oh, it was me. <laughs> it was definitely me. So basically, I was at work and I was having a conversation with a friend on Instagram, and we just had a lot of deep thoughts and just talking and talking. And through that conversation, I realized I got a lot more out of that conversation than I did in therapy. So that was kind of the main reason that I was like, oh, I probably should do a podcast. And I talked to like so many people in one day. You'll be amazed. It's crazy. You got a lot of friends. I know. Uh, not friends. Associates. So <laughs> I was just like, oh, this will be awesome. And then I called Tatiana and she was down. I mean, I, like, like you said, like I feel like when me and you sit here and we talk about situations and we don't agree on everything, but you you give me a different set of eyes to see things that I'm going through or how I feel. And I definitely took take away our conversations more than my therapist. So that's pretty much how we are sitting here today and recording our conversations and being very vulnerable and allowing people to hear our insight and our personal thoughts and feelings on things. And um, we'll definitely be having other people sit with us in the future. Um, just so that we can see it's not very like Nicole and Tatiana thinking and it's other people's thoughts and they can share their stories and what they've been through and how they're feeling and just things of that sort. We'll yeah. be answering the questions from our Instagram page. Depression, anxiety, like, Anything that you can think of will come up in topics. Race. Sex. All of the above. All of them. We're going to, like, kind of stick it out. Like, yeah. see, see, every guest is, is different. So I, I can't tell you what to expect. Is, is Everybody's different. So every week there will be something different. So one of the questions I got was, how many relationships have me and the host been in all together? And to answer you guys' question, uh, Tatiana. I got one ex. That's it. <laughs> and I would say I have two, if I want to be completely honest. Try two. Only one. Only one I'm claiming. <laughs> I'm only claiming one ex. So that's to answer your question. It is what it is. I'm not going to tell people what they can and cannot ask, but what could a woman bring to the table besides sex? 
actually hate that question. I, I do too, baby. I actually hate that question, and I don't like when men actually ask that question because I feel like, what, why, why? I don't even like to tell people what I'm bringing to the table. No. Like, let it flow organically. Right. Like, why, why? When you, what was your intent when you met me? What, it, what gravitated you to me? So basically, what, what is it that you saw in me that you liked and wanted to date me mm-hmm. in the first place? Mm-hmm. And then as you get to know me, you'll know what I'm all about. Right. So I don't feel like that's a question you should really ask up front. Like, what do you bring to the table? Yeah, like, that's that's such a turnoff. Yeah, like... like when a man sits there in the beginning of, like, getting to know them, like, like, uh, like before even, like, going out on a date, you know how, like, those damn awkward-ass right. talking stages or just questions, trying to get, like, trying to feel if you're even going to waste your time with this person or not? And if a man asks me that question, I'm turned off. Automatically. That's it. Cause like that's like like me just saying like well, what do you bring to the table? How much money do you make? Like do you take care of yours? Like I feel like I'm not, I'm not gonna ask that when I'm trying to talk to somebody and get to know somebody. And that is exactly right. Like I feel like you're not. It's not an interview. Like yeah. Like you're 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 getting to know somebody. So go in it open minded. Mm-hmm. And if they not for you, they not, they're not for, for you. you. Keep it moving. Like I like the whole idea of organically dating. Right. Um, what I mean by organically dating is letting things flow. Mm-hmm. As far as don't ask somebody their intentions because somebody's intentions could be different today than it is next week. And I can lie to you. And I can definitely lie to you. Right. So I just think it's better to let people do what they want to do and mm-hmm. be who they want to be and you decide whether or not that's what you want. If this is for me. It, like, is this for me? Like, mm-hmm. this this is the type of person I want to be around? Like, that whole, what do you bring to the table? I just feel like mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels made that a thing. <laughs> but, okay, so just to, like, play devil's advocate on that. When, because we also, women say that we date with intentions. Wouldn't you want to know if the man is really just trying to have fun or if he's trying to find his wife? Yes. However, however, though, if he's trying to find his wife mm-hmm. and not and um, not just doing it to have fun or whatever, mm-hmm. he's going to move differently. He's not going to move like I'll, like calling you like once every week. He's going to move with intentions. Right. So you're going to know by how he acts, how he treats you. His actions. His actions yeah. is going to show more than some, his words. I can tell you yeah, anything. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm looking for my wife. And I can lie to you about anything. And then two weeks into it, mm-hmm. I'm not consistent. I'm not respectful. I'm not doing this. Or I'm, when they get it. Yeah. Or or when they have sex with you. It's yeah. just like, oh, well, it's time to go now. Yeah, like, I got what I, I wanted out of this yeah. situation or whatever the hell you want to call it. And let me move on to the next. Exactly. So I feel like actions speak louder than words mm-hmm. in cases of that. Like that because um, yeah. I, any people could say anything. I didn't hurt at all. Absolutely. People tell you what they want to hear to get what they want. Exactly. And uh, once they get what they want, they keep it moving. Bye. So it's just kind of, but it's kind of like, look, hey, so like, let's just give them a little bit of background since they're getting to know us on this episode. It's more of like, you're dating for a purpose. What are you dating? 
Who, me? Yeah. No, I'm not dating right now. Are you open to dating? I'm open to dating, but I'm not dating right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to say, I'm dating with intentions. I'm dating... But no, I'm organically dating when I, like I start dating. I like that. I'm not going to say I'm dating with intentions because mm-hmm. you, your intentions could be like, oh yeah, I want I want a husband and this is what I'm dating for, a husband. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't happen that way. Right. Or because the man, the, if, they, if they lie, then it's just like, part. oh yeah, your intentions was clear, but his wasn't. So right. I have switched it up and now I'm dating organically. Yeah. But on the other hand, I can't stand what a man says that though. Like I get it. Like I don't know, like I'm I have I'm on a different like I think I'm on a different journey too. So I have a little bit of different mindset where I'm like kind of like yes, I'm dating like I'm I'm living life organically, like whatever falls falls, whatever stays stays like that part, but I can't stand when a man or a woman, I don't say this, when a man says, like, let's just see where things go. Yeah, I'm not into that. Let's, I mean, yes. So you yes. are. Because that's dating organically. Because in the in the midst of seeing where things go, you're going to see his actions. You're going to see how he moved. And in that point, you could say, hey, this is not for me. Like, yeah. he's not for me. Like, let me, let me get out of, get up out of here. <laughs> but I also think that's a cover up of a man just saying that I just want, like, I feel like, I feel like men use that to just basically cover up saying that I just want a friends with benefits or I just want to fuck or I just want someone to consistently have what I wanted. If that's what you want, say that's what you want and respect me or allow me to decide if I want to be in that situation. Good point. However, however, who's going to actually say, go up to you like, hi, I want to have sex with you. I feel like after a few conversations, you know if, if, if you see something more than just sex with somebody. Like, I feel like once you get to know somebody, you kind of like, and also because of vibes and stuff like that, you know you know. Like, I can talk to a man and I know like, nah, bro, this ain't going to go nowhere. If I can't take you home to my mom and my dad, it's never ever going to go any more than the bedroom. If that. I, um, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. But it's, or, but the whole dating process is organic that means because you're not you he can tell you anything right and you can listen to it right if you decide to give up your coochie yeah that's on you that's on you (laughs) so i feel like it doesn't matter like if if he if it it doesn't matter what he says that's that's what it it, it comes down to Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what he says it's what you want to deal with absolutely is I, feel like, I feel like everybody has a choice in it. Yeah. Um, struggles so, in today's society with trying to find a good man. Um, this is all you because I'm not looking. I'm open to relationship. I'm open to dating. Mm. However, struggles in today's society with relationship is probably social media. <laughs> it's a big one. It's huge. Um... Like, just the whole concept of the dating. Why social media, though? Like, what's so bad about social media with today trying to find someone? Because everybody's looking at social media for these perfect relationships that they see on there. And be like, oh, well, this is the, this is the relationship I want. He's going to buy me Louis, Gucci, da 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 That doesn't exist. And yeah. it's not real. No. So it's just, like, more of social media kind of ruined 
the relationship for a regular person. And when I'm talking about a regular person, I'm not talking about, oh, you're regular, like you're basic. I'm talking about us working individuals Mm -hmm. that's not buying Louis and flying out 10 times a week. Like these famous people. Right. We're not celebs. So (laughs) it's more of dating regularly. Like it's like people are looking for that and it's, it's not real. It's so not. I feel like social media does play a big part in that. Mm-hmm. Like what people thinking like, mm-hmm. oh, this, he going to fly me out mm-hmm. and buy me all these things on the first date or within the first week. Yeah. Like it's it's not realistic. Like baby, we are not rappers and, and <laughs> stars and shit. Like, <laughs> like it's, not, it's not how the world, the real, real world works. Right. It's real life. So basically yeah. we have to, you know, come down off that whole oh yeah this is gonna be great and we're gonna have all cookies and sweets and this is just gonna be great so i feel like social media plays a big part when it comes to that yeah um as far as also um i also feel that um people's way of thinking like i feel like people have ill intentions when it comes to dating like I feel like they're not they're not trying to really get to know who you truly are they probably just say like oh you're pretty or she has a fat ass or he he's tall and dark skin and or he's tall and light skin and they like certain things about a person and the I physical. the physical mm-hmm. and that's it. Like, they're not really trying to get to know anything else mm-hmm. about the person. So they're yeah. just going off like, oh, I like this person just because of how they look versus of, like, who they truly are. I feel like because of social media and society, men think that, like, the grass is greener on the other side and it's just, like, they want, like, an arm candy or someone that looks good with them, someone that, you know, other men lust on. And I feel like social media is the reason behind that. Right. But people don't understand that with social media, you put what you want to put on there. And, yeah, they sit here and portray like they have this good old relationship and stuff like that. And he does this and she does that and this, this, and that. But not, like, no no relationship is perfect. And people will get in an argument or a fight in a marriage or a relationship or even a friendship and be like, I'm out. I'm done. Because they think there's better out there. Like it's green grass. Is the green. grass is green on the other side. Mm-hmm. When our actuality, like every relationship requires work. It has its own problems. Exactly. No one is perfect. And no one wants to work. Yeah. Like, and and I, feel like, I feel like arguments and disagreements are healthy for any type of relationship. Friendships, boyfriend and girlfriend, marriages, family. Like I feel like it's very healthy if you fight respectfully. Right. And that brings me into the topic, like, it's probably a little bit off topic, how friends won't fight for their friendships, Mm. but they'll continue to deal with the man that cheated, lied, all of this. Forgive over and over and over. Forgive over and over, but they won't forgive their own friends. Like that that meme I I saw on social media that a friend will drop a friend for not coming to a birthday dinner, will will keep taking that man that keeps cheating on her. Right back. Every that time. shit don't make no sense. <laughs> Every time. It does not make any sense. So it's a lot of things like that that makes it difficult with dating mm-hmm. in today's society. Mm-hmm. Makes it very difficult. Absolutely. 
So I I I I want to organically date, but mm-hmm. it's it's hard piss. out in these streets. It's, it's girl. Pissing the, Piss in the dating pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's ghetto out here. Ghetto. It's so ghetto. What is one of the greatest accomplishments that you have um, achieved this year? Go ahead and tell them. Me? Yeah. Um, for me personally, it's finding myself again. Yeah. I, uh, I, whew. Don't start with your crying. <laughs> <laughs> She's a crybaby guy. I'm Give her a crybaby of the group. I come off as like I got everything put together, but like I just feel like like me going through a divorce and leaving or coming out of this 14-year relationship that like I didn't know who I was anymore. And I had to go through some shit mentally, physically, emotionally in order to me find who I truly was and that honestly is probably the reason why I am still going and I'm happy I'm I'm genuinely happy with the person that I'm becoming because I know I'm still a work in progress like I I am where I need to be now and I feel like that was God that did that um but honestly like out of everything that has happened to me me finding myself again honestly has been the biggest accomplishment for me this year and it's still a few more months in this year. You never know. Might be some more shit coming, you know? Well, for me, I would say the biggest accomplishment was letting go of toxic people. Because, mm. um, yeah, I have this whole thing with me that I continue to forgive, forgive, and forgive. Because I think people are human. And they're going to do what they want to do. And you should allow people to do what they want to do. Yeah. But... My thing, my thing is letting go of toxic people and realizing that I'm the prize. Like, I'm the it girl. <laughs> um, You're the trophy. Right. So it's like my, I would say that's my biggest accomplishment. I wouldn't let um, people go. Like, I'll just still have them around just for, like, if, just, just for anything, like, if they make you laugh or, or something of that nature, I will still keep them around because of just that. But ultimately, they were toxic as fuck. You're a very forgiving person. Yeah, I am. And you give people the benefit of the doubt. But, like, how much, like, at what point do you know that I can't forgive this person anymore and I need to move on with my life without them? When it starts affecting my mental, like, to the point, excuse me, to the point where I'm having sleepless nights or to the point where I feel like I'm drained. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I had a 10-hour sleep, mm-hmm. I wake up and still feel drained. That's the thing, emotionally drained. Yeah, mm-hmm. to the point where my peace is no longer there. Like, I, I don't I don't feel like I have peace. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm always on edge, the anxiety, like, uh-huh. Like, that is my drawing point. So, yeah, this year I had to get rid of a couple of you toxic motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I'm glad I wasn't one. <laughs> but we've had our moments now. Right. We had our moments where me and Nicole were in each other's lives for a while. Right, right, and right. And we both can agree that it wasn't 
because of anybody. It was more because of respect. And respect is a big thing in a relationship. Friendship, family, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it is. Once you lose that respect, yeah, it's a wrap. So, yeah, that was our accomplishment. But, like Tatiana said, we have, what, four more months? Yeah. So, y'all never know. Oh, yeah. And and sis got a whole promotion out here. A whole promotion. Baby is bossing up. Director of nursing, you feel me? She's bossing up. So, that was another accomplishment. I finally left bedside, thank God. (laughs) Because bedside was a lot. So, yeah, sis is doing good things out here. So, four more months, we got to see where we going. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, we still got a few more months to still make shit happen. But I feel like I like if if the, the year were to end today, I think I'd be like, I'd be okay and be happy with it. You know how like in December they'd be posting on social media like, oh, I'm so grateful or what I went through and this, this and that. And this is then, of course, they do that whole New Year's new me who did. Yeah. Not like, like, sis, I'm happy. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like this is the hardest year of my life I've ever had to deal with. But I'm okay. Right, right, right. I'm okay. And I'm glad that you're okay now. We are good. Yeah. We're both good. <laughs> uh, what's, a, what's a guilty pleasure? What's one of your guilty pleasures? That was one of our questions from one of our followers. Um, guilty pleasures. Let me let you go first. Um... Well, what the fuck? What do you consider a guilty pleasure? Right. That's what I want to know. That's what I'm like, what do you mean by a guilty pleasure? Like, I, like something I like that I shouldn't like? Yeah, I guess. I guess that, yeah. Like, um, I think, okay, someone's going to call me toxic. I know it. But I like when a man shuts me up sometimes. That's your guilty pleasure? I think so. Put a little bass in your voice sometimes, like, <laughs> like, cause like, listen, I'm like, I'm a lot, like, I'm a lot. Oh, I feel like I'm a lot, and like, you, come on, Nicole, you can agree to like, I'm on 100 a yeah. lot of the times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not 100 friend, so I need someone, like, I'm, I'm not attracted to men who are on 100 because I need someone to balance me out, and but I like a man with a backbone where like, hey, Tatiana, chill out for a second. Yeah, that's the A one. I I don't like a yes man. Yes man is just Woo! No. 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 Absolutely not. No. Like I like someone who is a little bit I mean, who's in touch with their emotional side and can allow me to do the things that I wanna do or say what I wanna say, but I need my man to be like, Hey, you're doing too much. Hey, step back for a second. Hey, let me take control. Right. Like I like that. And I don't know if that's guilty pressure, but I'm not gonna say yell at me, but put a little bass in your voice. (laughs) Put a little bass in your voice, like, oh, does lo- we're going totally opposite. Does loyalty have an expiration date for you? Um, I don't think so. No, because I feel like it's nothing someone could do to me that will cut my loyalty. Because mm. that means I was only loyal due to uh, due to due to something that they was, they it was con- to, to you. you. It was conditional. Yeah. yeah. So like basically. If a guy cheat on me, mm-hmm. I won't cheat back. Right. You don't do things out of spite. Right. So I feel like loyalty doesn't have an expiration date for me because yeah. I'm a lo- ten toes down all day. Yeah. So like for me, it's a little different now. Like before, before my divorce, I 
looked at life a little differently and I was just like, I'm loyal, so you need to be loyal. I'm only gonna have people who are loyal to me around me, da 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 da. And if I was loyal to you and you crossed me, I would take it personal. But with me stepping back and looking at life a little bit differently, I feel like nobody owes anybody any loyalty. Respect is a little different. Yeah. Like, I I will respect you. Like, you can tell, like, like okay, like, I don't owe my ex-husband any loyalty, right? But I'm going to always respect him. And people, people sometimes crisscross those paths with loyalty and respect. I feel like, like they go hand in hand, though. Because in order for you to be respectful, mm-hmm. it requires loyalty. Because how could you say, oh, I respect you, but I'm not loyal. So that means... I could cheat on you. You don't respect me, though. Okay, so that's why I said loyalty runs hand in hand. Because if I can, if I respect you and I'm loyal, I wouldn't cheat. Right. But if I just have respect, I can respectfully cheat. You can respectfully cheat now. Rewind, rewind, hit play. What did you just say? Yes. How can you respect? Respectfully cheat. It's a respectful cheating. Like if, cheating is cheating. Okay, but if I don't let you know or you can't find out, that's respect. But you're lying, and a lot. If you're lying to me, you don't respect me. Okay, but that's why I said loyalty runs hand in hand. It's so it's, it's a very thin line. So it says respect is earned, honesty is appreciated, truth is gained, and loyalty is returned. Exactly. So if you respect me. Which you earned. You earned that. You earned my respect. So I respond to you with loyalty because you respect respect me. me. Exactly. Mm. So it, it, it ha- I, I can't never understand, like, I don't need loyalty, but y'all gonna respect me. How? How, sis? How? Okay. I feel like in a relationship, you they run hand in hand. Okay. Now, outside of a relationship. That makes sense. You can respect somebody, but you don't have to be loyal to yes. them. Yes. So that is the thing. So if you have yes. an ex, you're not loyal to them anymore, yes. but you respect them. Yes. So in a relationship, you cannot do one Separate or the other. Separate the two. Yeah, because it's not going to work. Exactly. So when people be saying like, oh, he don't, he don't have to show no loyalty, but he had to respect me. No. In a yes. relationship, baby, you can't do that. You have to have hand in hand. Yes. I agree with that 100%. Yes. And I'm so glad we talked about this because now I have a little bit of different understanding that my respect and loyalty outlook with a friend, a family member, is different than somebody that I'm currently in a relationship. Correct. Yes. But even with a, even with my friends, oh. I want you to go hand in hand. Right, but if me and you are not friends anymore, and we were friends at one point, I'm going to always respect, respect you, you, but I ain't loyal to you. Because if I see your ass getting beat up in the club, I'm going to look. I ain't going to jump in for you, because I ain't loyal to you. <laughs> well, I mean... It yeah, is different. It is different. It is. So I, I, get, I get why people say the differences. Yes. But in a relationship, I don't feel like it can be. No. A friendship, you can, no. No, an active friendship. Yes. An ex, an ex-boyfriend, ex-husband, ex-friend. That's different. Right. That's different. I agree. Oh, I got another one. Can you, so speaking of friendships, can you be friends with somebody who is friends with someone that you do not fuck with anymore? You go first. Yeah, you can. But the friendship, the friendship is, the friendship that you have has to, you cannot have like talk 
about the other friend to the other person. You understand? You got to yeah. keep the friendship very at a straight line. Like you can't yeah. be like, oh, well, this person told me this or yes. this person said that because that's messy. So I feel like you can do it mm-hmm. um, depending on how you do it. Like you, you can't be messy with it. Yeah. So can you be friends with somebody that you have to be careful on how you speak because you know that they're friends with somebody that you don't like or fuck with? Because I feel like that's a very fine line of heart. Like, that's hard for me to be friends with you knowing damn well you're friends with somebody that I don't like or want anybody in my business. Like, I don't want that person in my business. So I have to watch what I say and how I say it. So it's kind of like, is she a friend or is she an associate? But it runs back to... Do y'all have loyalty and respect for each other? That's true. Because That's if I true. have loyalty and respect, I'm never going to put my friend in that position where she feels like, yeah. oh, well, I'm running back to tell her business. Like, yeah. you have to make sure that you separate them both. Like, I had that that situation, and I was friends with someone. Mm-hmm. They were both my friends. Mm-hmm. And they fell out and they were no longer friends. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to tell the other person, like, hey, I can't be your friend anymore because right. you did this, da 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 But it's yeah. just, like, more of I knew how to ho- hold the friendship. Like, mm-hmm. one friend, mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about the other. It's just no, yeah. they, that That person cannot come up in topic. The only thing that I feel like is be hard for people is just kind of, like, seeing you out with that person. To, That's to, awkward. to yeah. see that, like, oh, well, I don't mess with them, but you're my friend still, but mm-hmm. you mess with them. Like, is there any, like, doubt in my mind, like, she's going to tell my business to her? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the loyalty yes. and respect. there's always that doubt in my mind. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm opening up or I'm saying this hoping that it would not go back to somebody that I don't fuck with. Right, right. But right. it's more of just kind of like, you know, you got to pick and choose. Can you love two people at the same time? I say absolutely no. I feel like you can be in love with a per- one person mm-hmm. and love someone else, mm. have love for someone else, but you can't be in love with two people two people at the same time. So, no. Like, you can't be in love with two. You can love two people at the same time, but you can't be in love with, with two, two people, people at the same, same time. Because, I mean, and then the whole topic of love, how they be like, oh, well, love is unconditional. I want love with conditions. Mm, break that down. I want love with conditions because if you love me unconditionally, that means you'll do bodily harm to yourself mm. for me. And that means you don't love yourself. Mm. So I need you to love with conditions. I need you to love yourself. Mm-hmm more than you love me absolutely because I feel like if you love yourself more than you love another person mm-hmm. it's a balance like you know how much to give like when when you have boundaries like your boundaries like you have boundaries like if you love me unconditionally as a man I feel like that's not safe it ain't healthy how could that be healthy? Well, a woman too, though. And a woman. Like, yeah. women, how could you love mm-hmm. a man unconditionally? Mm-hmm. No. Right. Yeah, I um, I, I agree with you on that because then you go into that whole, like, losing yourself, putting them before you. Right. Not knowing who the fuck you are. Right. Like, At the end of the relationship, you're torn. And, 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 yeah, I, and I did that before, and it, it, it was, like, sickening. 
it was sickening yeah. because at one point you like, damn, who am I? Yes. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't live without this person. Bro. Like, what? Yes. Like, why? You weren't born together. Y'all not Siamese Hello. twins. Even Hello. Siamese twins. Y'all got to die one day separate. They ain't going <laughs> to take both of y'all at the same time. So it's just like me. Yeah. It's hard, though. It's hard, especially when you're in a long-term relationship because, like, all you know is them. Like, you make decisions for the both of you with the per- other person in mind. So it's kind of like when you lose yourself and you love that person more than you love yourself, and then when that relationship ends, it's you're just kind of like, what do what I do now? Because I've been with this person for so many years. I've always had to make decisions with him in mind or her in mind, and now I'm just trying to figure out life. Like, you know? Right. Like, I didn't know who the fuck I was six months ago. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got nobody to come home to. I ain't got nobody to call when something good happens. I don't have anybody to call when something bad happens. I don't have anybody to call when I'm fucking confused and don't know what the fuck to do. So it's kind of like, like, just trying to, like, like, you lose yourself, you know? That's why you must love with conditions. Bro. Conditions are very important. Like, I don't want nobody to love me unconditionally. Mm. Love with conditions. Mm. Love me with conditions, baby. <laughs> what are what are some of your red flags or deal breakers in some like another man when you're dating? Um, if you start doing stuff too quick or moving too quick, what? the flags go up. What? Them should start lighting up like light bulbs. Wait a minute. Like you can't start doing stuff moving too fast. If you start moving too fast, I'm like, hold on, mm. you're going way too fast. And before, I used to think like, oh my God, he's he likes me. That's why he's he's moving no, like you're this. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. They try. It's like one of those whole. They're gonna tell you what you want to hear until they get what they want, and then that's it. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like um, moving too fast. Um, if you say, if you like say one thing and do the other like if you don't follow up with your words Mm -hmm. that's another big thing for me Mm -hmm. like your words have to match your actions right um if you're in a relationship and still trying to talk to me big red flag what if (laughs) deal breaker (laughs) that's a deal breaker that is a deal breaker but some people think it's okay like oh because i'm not married that means it's it's okay because you know some people have the idea that if you're not married then you're not really you're single you check the single box but if you gotta lie to somebody else you're in a relationship what? Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, that's not my girlfriend, that's not my boyfriend. But you're lying to her to come hang out with me. You're lying to her to talk to me or to go on a trip with me. You're in a fucking relationship. Why are you wasting our time? Right, right. But, I mean, that's that's a red flag. Like, yeah. Um, I also check ring fingers to see if I see an imprint. The ring don't mean nothing. The ring does not mean nothing. The ring attracts more. But that's Women a deal breaker for me. Women are bro. But that's a deal breaker for me. If you like, see a ring? Yeah, I don't. Oh, I, I don't. I don't date married men. A lot of married men don't wear rings no more. Well, that's true too. That's, yeah, that's it's, true. Like I didn't wear a, like a ring at one point, but I was still fucking married. Well, that's true. You know what's a turn off or a red flag? If you say you have children and you're always available for me, like if you tell me you have children and I'm always like, let's go here, let's go there, let's do this, I want to see you, I want to hang out, and you never come up with a, I have my kids this weekend. I got practice to take them. 
or I got my child right now. If I never hear none of that, oh, you're an absent father. <laughs> We're not doing that. Yeah. We are not doing that. If you a deadbeat father. Right. Baby. Keep it moving. Definitely. definitely keep it moving. Definitely. Keep it moving. I can't do it. That's a red flag. Yeah. No, no deadbeats over here. Uh-uh. You got to take care of yours. That's ha- that says a lot about a man. If you have a child and you're not present in their life. Right. Um, one of my other red flags is you come to a date and you don't smell like cologne. Oh, yeah. You're big on smells. Yeah. So that that is a red flag. Like, I'm looking at your hygiene kind of funny now. Yeah. You're really big on that. Um, I mean, come from the one who wants a man with skin tear routine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm looking at you funny sideways. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. That's... that's Clean shoes are too. Like if you like, I'm not saying you gotta have like the newest J's or the newest drops or like the most exotic shoes. Like I'm not saying that. Like, but your shoes gotta be clean. Yeah. If your shoes are dirty, the fuck are you walking in here for? So, what are some things that you just wouldn't accept at all? Would not. Yeah, accept? like that's your deal breaker. That's a non-negotiable. Well, the deadbeat father. If you have child out there, you're deadbeat. Uh-huh. Um, I cannot be with someone who's not family oriented or open to being that way because a lot of people don't come from a big family. But and the reason why I feel that way is because my family is huge. My right. family is a lot. My family is in my face 24-7. Like, my family be at my house when I'm not at my house. Like, and if you are not family oriented and you never want to go to family functions, you never want to have my family around, who call me son? That's a, that's a red flag. I can't do it because then now I'm going to have to live two different lives. I've been there, done that. I've had to show up at family functions by myself and make up lies, you know? And I don't want to do that no more. Like, I need my man by my side all the time at these family functions. Like, if I got to deal with my family when I don't want to deal with them, baby, you got to be next to me doing it with me. Right. So, like, the family or, like, that's a big thing for me, too. The, the deadbeat father and the family oriented. I feel like everything else is, like, workable. My other non-negotiable is if you have a lot of baby mothers. Oh my gosh, the baby mama drama? Oh my I, god. I can't do the baby mama drama. No, not and at all. I'm also um, thinking like you're not responsible mm. at this point because why do you keep on doing the same thing over you're and over? It's like insanity to me. So like, it's I don't... What? It's, it's insanity. <laughs> so um, I feel like if you're not responsible enough to know like hey you know now i need to stop like if you have five kids with five different baby mothers nah that's not gonna work for me um i also feel that shows like you're not even safe you just having unprotected sex you just dropping loads left and right (laughs) you don't care you're not safe and like how could you be in all of those five kids life with you don't have no money (laughs) <laughs> they're broke at this point because <laughs> I have one child and to take care of one child is yeah. a lot Yeah. versus five. Like I was out this weekend with my daughter friends and I'm just thinking like, imagine if these were all my kids. Yeah. Like, what would I do? You would like, have, it's you a lot. Crazy. It's a lot. So yeah. how, how is it that you can those, be? Those are the absent fathers. <laughs> <laughs> those are the absent fathers. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. So if you have, and the thing is that I don't, I used to say like, I want a man with two or less kids. That's not the issue. The issue is now you can have your four kids, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. 
you can take care of your four kids. The only reason that like runs a like a like a little red flag in my head, like if you have like a lot of kids, is because I'm the type of woman that if I see you with your kids, it's gonna be more of like, okay, if we get in a serious relationship, then I'm thinking like, okay, well, your kids plus my one. That's five. So in Christmas, you got to buy these five kids. Do you have enough money to buy these five kids? I don't want, because everybody's like, I don't like a man that comes around me and doesn't recognize your child. Because I'm going to recognize your children or child or whatever the case may be. So I need the same. So that's why when I think about it and I think in my head, like, oh my God, like Christmas time, birthdays, you got to remember all these birthdays. Yeah. I don't remember dates like that. Yeah. Like, I'm, that's what, what, what goes on in my head. It's not like, oh, well, they don't have a mother. Yeah, they have a mother, but you're, I'm not going to be that stepmom or whatever in the, in the kid life that is just absent and not asking about them or yeah. birthdays come and you're not buying them anything. Yeah. Like, I can't see myself doing that. So that's why I feel like that is also... Like it could be a red flag for me or a non-negotiable, depending how many kids is involved and what kind of space I'm in mentally and financially. Yeah. Like I will look in, look into all that. Yeah. So, so having children, even if they're like young, cause older kids are different because they're self-sufficient and they're just like, they're right. grown. Right. But having younger kids, is that something that steers you away from somebody when you're dating or talking to somebody? To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Raw and uncut, baby. To be honest, mm-hmm. if the kid is under, and I'm going to be very vague, under three years old and the mom is still alive, mm. I probably just let it go. It depends. Mm. It depends on the the type of man. It depends. It depends with a lot because I feel like baby mamas and baby daddies they just be still be being sneaky links when they're that young. Yeah, yeah. I think I feel like it's it's not really over. So I don't think it's over until like five or more. Nah, mine's is over at one and more. So, but I said three because I know every situation and it depends on the type of mom for the child. Like some of the moms, like if the mom is still in love with you or some of that nature, I'm nah, I can't do it because that's just drama. If she's, if the woman is still in love with you, it's drama. But if the guy is still in love and the woman is gone mentally, more than likely Mm -hmm. it won't happen because the women are the ones that have to stay strong in situations like that. Yeah. The men... Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. I think for me, I'm, I think I want to date a man with children or a child because I, like, so for me being in this weird ass space right now, I can't see myself having kids with anybody else. So I'm on that fence of like, don't know if I want children. So I don't want the pressure of having to try to give a man a child. Because you know how men are about having their own seed. Right. So it's just kind of like if they have a child already, that pressure is not on me. Now, if it happens, it happens. You know what I'm saying? But it's just more of like, at least I don't have that stress. I'm trying to leave a, live a stress-free life. A peaceful life. Yes. But let me ask you this. Like, you, okay. So do you want kids or do you not want kids anymore? I feel like that's it's a very complicated answer because like I'm in this weird space. Like, I was always like, I feel like I've been put on this earth to be a mother. I'm, You know I'm very nurturing. Like, I love kids. That's just me. But 
with me not knowing, and I'm getting up in age, I'm not young, every man around me right now, you are probably have a child, you know, at our age. So it's just kind of like, if I have, if I, if I meet a man that has a child or children, I don't have that pressure because I'm still trying to figure out if I want one or not. Do I feel like I would be a good mother? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I definitely feel like you would be a good mom. Yeah. Like having a child does not scare me. It's what scares me is picking the father for my child. That is very scary. Trust me. And you got to be really picky with that. You do. And if I knew what I knew now. Shut up. I'd be. Oh, I would have picked because I would have been real, real picky. Because I was looking at the basic stuff when I when I picked the father for my child. Like I was looking at, oh, is he a provider? Yeah. Like not even. um, And that is not something to that's something to think about too like is he a provider yeah, but absolutely. what i realized is that some men they'll provide for you but won't provide for the kid right so they'll give you everything mm. but the kid won't get nothing because if they're not with you the kid doesn't get anything you understand spiteful yeah so i feel like now i will i will look more in depth yeah. And whether or not he's actually a good father, like yes. an actual good father, provider, yes. protector. And I'm not talking about protecting me with a, with weapons or anything. I'm talking no. about protecting your mental state, like know how to talk to a child when they're going through a tantrum, yes. is willing to leave work yep. if the child is sick yep. from school, like is, is very, um, participates in like, you know, open houses and a stuff like that father. a very present i need him to absolutely. be absolutely like immaculately present absolutely because it's a lot like i don't care what nobody say you can always get money to finance a child but you can never pick the time like the timing yeah the 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 amount of time that you have to spend with the child is it's a lot yeah it's a lot like it's a lot and i i was basically the financial provider mm-hmm. and I lacked on actually being there. Yeah. Cause I wasn't, I, I wasn't present. I could, how could I do both? Cause you were trying to financially. I, I had to financially yeah. support. Yeah. I could be present. Like I, I went to all the big events, but like the small stuff, everyday life, I couldn't be there. But luckily I have supported us a very good support system. Yeah. Shout out to my parents. Hey, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I, you do have to be picky with you, yeah, the, the person that you want to have a child with. The father or the mother. Yeah, or the mother. Exactly. Don't don't let let us um leave this make it one sided. Mm-hmm. Or the mother because this weekend I saw a present father. You hear me? Hey. <laughs> My daughter friend has a present father. You mm-hmm. hear me? Like he mm-hmm. is there every step of the way. Like he mm-hmm. I had to call him and I was so shocked. When I got the phone number and a man answer, I'm like, hi, like, I'm thinking that he's going to pass the phone to his, the mother or something. And he's like, yeah, um, well, I have to find out about her soccer schedule and I had to text the soccer moms. It's like, Ooh, turn on. That was that very, such a turn on and then he came present. and he, he brought his child. He didn't drop her off. He walked her he to you. He walked her to me. Like. And I was just so excited to see that. And Mm -hmm. you don't see that a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, let me rephrase. You do have present fathers like that, but it's not as prevalent. 
Mm-hmm. Shall I say like mm-hmm. I, I usually is usually the mom. It's always the mom, and that brings me to another topic of if I had to do this all over again, yeah, the father would definitely have to be a present father because mm-hmm. the way I look at stuff, if I can't, if something happens to me, this is what I didn't look at first. If something happens to me, I want to make sure my child is just as safe as she, as he or she would be with me, mm-hmm. with the father. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to worry. Like, is is, is she gonna remember this? Is he gonna is he gonna yeah. know about the doctors? The insurance, like all of this. Like I will definitely make sure of that. Like, and I feel like today, like a lot of people go into like he got money. He can financially support. support is, it's more to it. It's more. And I, I you learned being that. present and being at the functions and showing up and, and it's not yelling. Like, like, granted, some kids need to be yelled at. And I don't have a child to speak on that from, you know, in yeah. depth. But I feel like when a man can actually sit down and converse with a child to get his point across. And be in the home. That is such an important thing with yep. a man being... And a, 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 a man in a home changed the dynamic of how children are. Like mm-hmm. how, like especially like sons and daughters, it mm-hmm. definitely changed how they how they will grow up to be. Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying they'll, they'll grow up without any traumas or anything of that nature, but I feel like it does impact the child in some Absolutely. way. It Absolutely. It does. So we're going to go into the segment of plead the fifth. Plead the Fifth is going to be our segment where we're going to ask you questions and you have to answer. And if you choose not to answer, like if you plead the Fifth, then you have to take a shot. The first question is, what is the maximum amount of time it should take for a man to know if he wants to marry his woman? I feel like within the six months of dating somebody, you kind of know. Six months? I say it. You, you, like, I'm big on vibes. I'm big, big, big on vibes. Like, if within six months, like, I feel like the first few months is fun. But then after that, like, the first three months or so is fun. But if you hit six months and you don't see it going past a fun night, like, you don't see yourself having a family with this man or building a future with this man, like, six months is the cap for me. You know, you know. Now, if you continue past six months, you still just want to have fun. But you know if you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody. I would give it about a year. Ooh. Why, why I say a year? Because six months, you're still like, it's still fun. It's you. I feel like you have to go through every emotion with this person to know if this you can see this person as your life partner. Six months. I mean, after 90 days, the, the, the shields start dropping. Like, mm-hmm. the covers start dropping. The masks so fall off. more than that then. But, however, I feel like six months, I'm not going to be able to see, see you when you're mad. If mm-hmm. you're in a financial situation. Or, like, when you're really happy, how do you react? When you're really down, how is your mental capacity? Like, could you... Could you mentally be okay to talk to me and communicate efficiently? Like, I don't feel like in six months I can get that. I feel like I'll give it about a year. And a year, I would know fully to say, like, yeah, I can see myself spending the rest of my life with this person. I just feel like I'm too old to be wasting a year, though. I mean... At our age, and we date older. Yes. Time is of the essence, yes. 
However, I feel like I'm not going to rush into something like Absolutely that. Absolutely not. I, I can't make that. And even after a year, you still don't know the person. But I feel like you have saw how are they in holidays, like mm-hmm. holiday season. Like mm-hmm. how, how do they react with their family? Mm-hmm. Like are they big on holidays? Mm-hmm. How like, you know, like I think I could get a little bit more in a year. Yeah, I can see that. I get, I get where you're coming from. I just feel like. I ain't getting no younger, and you got to give me shit up front for what it is. If you just want to have fun and just let it be fun, let me know. Just show me that it's just going to be fun so I know how to move. But I'm sh- I- I'm sure, like, you can see some of that in six months, I'm sure. Yeah. However, like... You just want to six- see Christmas. I I mean, I like... I mean, but what if you start off in November? So you saw the holidays. But the holidays, those well, are the holidays. That that could be a front because yeah. it's brand new. So are you gonna show your best? Well, you you're gonna, gonna show do, out in the beginning. You gonna do your best. Yeah. So I need to know the whole year yeah. how, how you act all year. Yeah. And, and even then, I'm still on the like like don't know you, but I can say like, yeah. oh yeah, like he he can he has possibilities of me settling down with him and marrying him. Yeah, and I think you 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 touch base on something very important. I feel like when something really traumatic or bad happens or some like something negative happens and you see how they react and how they handle the situation, that tells you a lot. Right, right. So once you see that first, either that negative thing or something bad happened and you see him react and it's something that you like or agree with, I feel like that's going to like pull you in. Like, all right, I can see myself with yeah. this person or whatnot. Because you see people's true colors in when it's bad. Right. I need to see how, yeah, I need to see how you act when you're really at your lowest. Exactly. Okay, the next question is... Oh, so no shots that time. Thank God. (laughs) No shots. What's the biggest sexual turn-off? Turn-off? Turn-off. When a man is not invested to please me and only worried about himself. Definitely. That's a turn-off. Definitely. Or a big turn off to me is a man that you cannot teach. Mm, like if you're not teachable, gotta be. It's just like no for me. It's a right. no. Like you're right. telling, basically telling me what I like. I don't right. like that. I don't no. like that for you, sir. And especially when you're dealing with somebody new, you have to learn them. Like you right. have to be teachable, and you have to want to learn. Because if you don't want to learn me and what I like and what satisfy me, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Exactly. Mm-mm. Go on, we ain't shot in today. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, name one thing people would look at you and never guess that you were into. My mama's listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> my mama listened to the show. Um, me. It doesn't more, have like, to be sexual. It's sexual. Oh. <laughs> um, for me, it's like I like that raunchy shit. Like BDSM. But See? not so much. Like, even it's just, like, vocally. Oh. I like raunchy shit. I hate silent sex. Hate it. Did I say I hated it? I hate it. Well, no. both of us. That's both of us. <laughs> <laughs> so yours is BDSM? Yes, definitely. Okay. But no shot. No shots. So if you had to choose one, mm-hmm. live to age 100, paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. or live to age... 60 filthy rich 60 filthy rich if i'm living paycheck to paycheck until i'm 80 did i live my life you're gonna be miserable exactly i want to be able to enjoy life so you think right now if i can do whatever the hell i want where money is not 
uh, a factor, like money is not a problem, and die at 60, I live my life. And I want y'all to be able to speak at my funeral and be like, this bitch lived her life. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with that. I would yeah. do 60 and filthy rich. Yes. Yeah. Being poor ain't fun. No, it's not. It really isn't. What's like, the most important from least to greatest? Your money, love, peace of mind, family. Um, family and love are the same thing for me. So I'm going to do love, family, peace of mind, money. Money is replaceable for me. So, with me, mm-hmm. I'm going to do peace of mind, mm-hmm. my money, mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. and family. Mm-hmm. I, I, I respect it 100%. But the only reason why I think money is last for me is I can always go out and get a bag. I can't go and get love from people. I can't go and... My family. Like, I can't. Peace of mind? Girl, I can't buy that shit. The reason... I will put peace of mind first mm-hmm. because I need to be at peace to make my money. Mm. Um, cause if I'm if I'm not at peace, I can't go to work. Yeah. Cause my mind is just gone. Like I'm just not at it. Yeah. So that's why I put peace and my money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like love and family. I mean. I can't love no family if I'm hungry and upset and not at peace of mind. <laughs> I can't love nobody if I, I don't have a peace you. of mind and I don't have you. no money because I'm be stressed out. I can't stand So you. that's why they have to fall behind. Yeah. <laughs> they got to take a back seat. They got to take a back seat because <laughs> it's no way that I'm going to be happy yeah. broke. Yeah. It's no way. So, so this is the last question. A woman is knowingly dating a man who's a deadbeat father. Who's wrong? <laughs> The father, the woman, both of them equally, both but more so the father. You want me to answer first? Yeah. Both but more so the father. Because she just as bad as entertaining a man that is an ain't shit father. What's that say about you? Now, she can't help that he's an ain't shit father, so that's why I say more on him. He's the one who's doing the bad. But she just, she's up there because she's entertaining him. And I, I 110% agree because I feel like if you have a partner that is, is, is beside you, Mm -hmm. they should be able to tell you like, yeah, you need to, you know, buckle up on your fathering skills because it's shitty. She's selfish too. And she's selfish. Yes. And that's a lot about her. Right. So I feel like it's both, but more so the father as well. Yeah. We're going to wrap things up for today's episode. Thank you for joining us on our first episode of Ty. Be sure to go ahead and follow us on all platforms and be on the lookout for next week's drop.